0: Welcome. Welcome. Our first episode that won't be coming at you on a Monday. That's how we do. It's a Mr. It's, Robot. It's, it's, Penny Bloom. it's, Penny Bloom. it's we... the Mr. Robot episode. We do what we want to do. We do what we want and want what we do. Yes, indeed, so... so uh big, big uh, television comeback this week. We got all the shows coming. Oh yeah, back.
1: all the shows.
0: But we're here. We are here to talk about Mr. Robot, because we know this show is enough that we'll be able to talk about it every single week oh, without yeah. fail.
1: No, Mr. Robot is one of the most dense shows ever known to man, and because of that, we will engage it
0: in all of its density. Oh, for sure, and we'll leave it so that we can still talk about the other ones on our regularly scheduled program. Cause you know, that's just how we do. We have nothing but your best interest at heart. So, as you know, I am Colton Robertson, a.k.a. Koro Bloom, joined by my co-host, Tavares Pennington, and business associate. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, so, uh, how about we just hop right in? We can save the intro bullshit for the regular people. (laughs) This is just for the Mr. Robotters. Okay. So, season premiere of the final season. How'd you feel? How'd, how'd you feel about season three in particular? Best season. Oh, best season. Best season. Like, best season. I don't. You, you agree? Oh yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. And, and not many
0: shows. Pull I think off. on I think on rewatch I'll definitely be like okay definitely season three because yeah. season one still got a holds one, a place I, in my yeah, heart. Yeah, and Go I on. I
1: had a lot more time between season one and season three than like, I did. Yeah, you, like I watched season one in 2015 when yeah. it started. Like, yeah. Um, but like season three just. It really this show just went from like the metamorphosis, like like season one's the caterpillar. And then it goes into its cocoon. Season and two Now that uh, bitch a butterfly. And then season three it just that that, that it, it just popped out. It was it was it was a butterfly. It was a big, beautiful, colorful bu- butterfly.
0: And I got a feeling that here in season four that butterfly gonna die.
1: <sighs> they were sending some strong overtones. Yo, strong like overtones. death. Like, death is imminent not even death <laughs> like destruction this is, this is, total annihilation this is going to this is going to kind of frame a lot of the uh, the analysis i think i do during this episode um and this was the, the, something that struck me immediately because i'm watching this and i'm thinking there's you got to you always have to think about the underlying themes like how are thing what what's connecting the different scenes what's connecting what's happening in these scenes right
0: yeah
1: when you the, the almost every scene in this is the portrayal of a mental health crisis Absolutely. and this show since the beginning has always had a very unique view on mental health but I think it really asserts its stance in this episode and uh, specifically when price at the beginning you remember right after uh, Angela kills herself Price is like saying she like, didn't oh well, she got earned, herself, not, not killed. Kills herself got herself killed uh, yeah but she died yeah bang bang um,
0: yeah, fucking bang, bang, all right? So let's start the episode analysis right here. Oh, okay, okay. So we, we open picking up from where season three ended with Angela and Philip Price. Uh-huh. Philip was like, yo, I'm your pops. And I was like, uh, I knew it. And, <laughs> she, and Angela was like, "What? no, no way, no bro. Way. And then uh, and, and Philip was like, yeah, so don't go getting yourself killed now. So what do you think we should do? <laughs> what do you think about the shit that'll get you killed? Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, yo, I think we should make this shit public. And he was like, "Yeah, and you shouldn't have said that. Stop saying that. Don't say that anymore." And she's like, "Nope, I'm, I'm, I'm right here." Like, <laughs> uh-huh.
1: yeah, Angela, Angela lost that She, she lost the
0: shit. Yo, all last season, I just she kept I, slipping, I, I felt, and I, I was I just felt like, felt bad at first. Ow. God. Oh, funny bone? Yeah. Funny bone, your shit? God damn it! Damn. <laughs> I, hit my, I hit my elbow on
1: the on the chair. That's ass. Yeah. No. That shit sucked. See, she got to fight through the pain.
0: You got to. You got to. Anyways,
1: um, nah, but like I felt bad for Angela at first, but she was digging her own hole. Yo, like, I'm not
0: gonna lie. There was a point in like season two where I was like, she kind of sucked. Yeah, and then, I and then know. from then on, she didn't get better. Exactly. Like, and like I wanted her to just be like, I wanted make her to be a okay. smart
1: decision. Just, just why are you doing the things you were doing? like really think about this like i wanted her to reflect self-reflect and be like why am i doing this and where is it coming from because it is not coming from a place
0: that's intelligent that's intelligent she i don't like i'll say this about any character if it is the case she rarely rarely acted on logic and it annoyed shit yeah. out of me and that's
1: the, and that, that's her major character that's her fatal character that, flaw that, that, uh, literally th- that's why she's she's in the scene saying I want uh, re- what is she re- I want retribution, retribution. yeah she's yeah. like I want retribution it's all about like emotion like that's what drives her how she feels is like what dictates all of her actions which is
0: that. what that's what philip tried to tell her at the very beginning yes. he said like remove all emotion and you'll be just fine yeah. and obviously that's unhealthy you should yeah. not do that yeah. but uh but then but then yo she, she flipped she that shit right back the the at him yeah. and, and when when that happened i said okay Angela. for a second i was like that was cold that was cold <laughs> you that know cold. you know what's up
1: she had me rooting for her but like and like honestly like as a as a as a revolutionary wi- willing to to risk futile efforts for the sake of representing the, the message accurately you got support her. like oh you know, for sure she, she's she's I, standing I fu- up I fu- for what with she believes. the idea
0: of what she's doing exactly she's just not executing well yeah, it got her there, executed
1: there there, <laughs> there are times where you got to recognize the realities you know um to make the him. fish
0: she's going after is a little too big for what she's got you know? in her hands right now. Like yeah. she's not powerful enough to handle no. this on her own, and that's how she was trying to handle it. Yeah, she didn't do a good job of going and well. Granted, every time she did try and get somewhere, someone else was like, "No, stop." yes yeah. <laughs> No. Yeah,
1: exactly. But um, so right after she gets shot and uh, Price goes inside, when he's saying like when when so. The first thing I noticed was how the camera was moving, like, very erratically. And, like, from the from the uh, bottom, like, it's, it's like, showing them up, which is a unique camera, yeah, like, I, movement that they don't do often on uh, Mr. Robot.
0: Yeah, I, that walk back, too. Yeah. Like, where she, he's and, like, I really wish you wouldn't have said that. And I thought it was really away. cool
1: how they did the, uh, it was, this is was re- really subtle, but you could just hear the crunch of the grass. Like, oh, yeah. And, and you're like, you, it, it just made you think, like, it just sparked that thought, and this is great directing. It just sparked that thought why am I hearing the grass crunch? Like, why is it so loud? Because you don't know that there's the microphone, he has the microphone at that point. And it's just like, why oh, is it shit. so loud? I didn't
0: even think about yeah. that.
1: Yeah. And like, as soon as he starts to rip off and the you microphone, like, you start to hear it, le- you start to hear the crunch of the grass less. And it's him, it's, it's them showing the, the uh, sound through. Fact Yo, that there and, was a And when you
0: it. see him take that off, it frames the entire scene, even exactly. from going back to season three, yeah. in an entirely different light. Right. Everything almost seems like he's setting her up mm-hmm. to make this move. Yeah. And then she unfortunately does, and he's like, fuck, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah, it.
1: yeah. And that's exactly how it goes. Um, but to continue with my very, very original point, <laughs> there is a sense of... of paranoia and and mental illness itself within these scenes i feel like and it's how is
0: ma- this episode in particular like with what mm-hmm. you're saying it felt like it was in a manic state
1: yes yes precisely but i i actually would specify it as a schizophrenic state um and okay. i'll justify that so he goes he's saying it's all psychotic like it's all like uh like it, like it's so psychotic and when he's, he's just repeating that and i'm like okay that's a, that's something like that's that's definitely they, like, they want you they want to, you to know remember that, that that's a thing yeah they want you yeah they want you in like this is how like they're kind of very explicit about how they talk about mental illness and like these messages mm-hmm. them. Um, but the way that they always show mental illness is in this state of duality right of course Elliot has it mr. Has robot a split personality um, uh, White Rose is two different people um, Philip Price has two different faces like I feel like each character like Tyrell has two very different personalities mm-hmm. like there's always a duality to each character which represents kind of their fatal flaw which is Absolutely. like like I would say in Angela it's probably this this tending towards like emotion but still being like like fear like fierce at the same time and like For incompetent sure
0: and they did the same thing with every single hacker
1: yeah every hacker
0: had their real name and they had their hacker exactly
1: yeah and these are are really simple ways that they kind of like I feel like give Mr. Hero a lot of Mr. Robot or Mr. Hero who the fuck is Mister Hero? I've been saying random, sh- like literally in class today, I said some shit that was just like off the wall.
0: And, and, you, like, and you said it, everyone goes, "What?" And you're you, like, "Yo, I don't, know. I don't know." know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, I yeah, I don't know. I'm I apologize. Uh, <laughs> um, but like Mister Robot gets a lot of its density from how like there are always
0: dimensions to mm-hmm. everything in the show. Every single thing. So fucking good. So yeah, right in that moment when he gets inside, you can feel the panic. Mm-hmm. Like he's obviously like Jesus Christ. What the fuck did I just do? That yeah. was my fucking yeah. daughter, and I just no matter what she did to get herself in that situation, I'm the one who went up in that bitch wearing a wire, knowing that if this shit goes exactly. wrong, she's getting capped. Exactly. So he gets that a uh, call from White Rose, mm-hmm. and they have it out right. Yeah. And ultimately, and White Rose is. <coughs> never ending just fucking everlasting mm-hmm. calmness and confidence is like yo bitch chill you did th- i mean like no matter yeah. what you feel like is going on right She's now like, this was she, her fault Yeah, she did this to herself <laughs> she, she did she this like, shit
1: nah you you did this like
0: you were you were culpable this here. is your fault and uh, or her fault rather her fault and yeah. uh philip he breaks down crying. He's like, yo, that was my daughter. That was my daughter. And we're like, we know. We know. We, <laughs> we know. know. And she, she, she did now. And honestly, Price
1: has always been a really interesting character for me because as far gone as he has gotten and been, for as far gone as he has gotten and been, I still feel like he, there is the potential for him to, to kind of atone.
0: Oh, I do too. I, and because no matter what Philip did throughout this whole, th- obviously E Corp is where how this all yeah, started. Like yeah. focusing on E Corp and him <clears throat> being at the very top of the ladder of E Corp automatically makes him yeah. more shitty than most of the people. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, it—he had this humanness to him that just it, he felt. Nice, Like, he felt like a good exactly. dude.
1: Exactly. It felt like deep down there was there was something. There was a
0: realness about him that you respected and you liked.
1: Right. There was, there, there were, st- like, these strings that were kind of pulling him in all these different directions. And it was like he was trying to manage, like, the control that was over him with the control that he had with trying to just make the best out of the situation. <coughs> now, it doesn't matter necessarily how he got into it, but, like, there was still some part
0: of him. And ultimately what's good. gonna be his downfall and what has been his downfall this far is how power hungry he is yeah we he, saw he that shit I mean that's a that's a trope in every he has single pride. thing he has hubris 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 Shout it always comes back to hubris Shout out miss Bertrand see and like I was just about to compare it to like Game of Thrones how like every time it was there was something of power mm-hmm. in the balance yeah. and for Philip even if he wasn't always facing somebody Mm -hmm. that was always in the balance for him because he always talked about how or he didn't always talk about it but he talked about it last season specifically where he was like my motivation is to go into every room and know i'm the most powerful person in that room and i am
1: but just think about how that what that thought what that that necessity or that that drawing to like originates from because like who, who would want to say something like that? Someone who's afraid of not having that yeah, power, right? Yeah, afraid of not having that power. And it's like, that's kind of like how, like, maybe this is his, his Price's fatal flaw is just like, kind of his blind attraction to power. Like, even if there's something good about what he's doing. Why
0: does he want that? He doesn't really know that exactly. for himself either.
1: Exactly. Damn. Which, yeah, that's that's deep.
0: That is deep. Like, that that almost makes me feel even worse for... Price than I already did. Yeah, because like I do, I do feel bad for him for some reason. Like I feel like if there's a loser besides Angela, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and Elliot at uh-huh. this point, it's probably him. Like yeah. he, he, he it's his company that's getting fucking wrecked. Yeah, he and while he did almost save it, it got wrecked even more. Uh-huh. And it's just like, yo, what the fuck, Mister Mister Robot? I feel like Mister
1: Robot makes you feel that way about every character which is uh, which is a way that those dimensions like start to really show themselves because you you never feel and this is this is credited to to good character development but um you never feel just one way about
0: it never (coughs) never every character in the show has their dimensions yeah including white rose yeah White Rose, to me, might really be the most intriguing character very, very because intriguing. they give us insight to every character. Yeah. And they have given us insight into White Rose, but mm-hmm. not nearly enough for me to understand why they're the no, way they are.
1: No, not at all. And maybe, that's something, or maybe there's something in that, like, the, I don't know, that, that you can't really understand.
0: Someone who doesn't really understand themselves.
1: There you go again.
0: Damn.
1: And isn't that isn't that kind of the, the, the point of the duality between the two characters, between these like the, the point of these these fatal flaws is that these characters can't reconcile themselves with themselves. And that's that's what the, the ethic well, of the show is, right? Like basically that's the split between between um, Elliot and Mr. Robot is like the inability to, to become compatible with the two sides of yourselves, the inability for the two sides every to every part of yourself
0: as they are. Yeah. So as that call with White Rose ends, we cut to her discussing uh, discussing Elliot with her right hand woman. Now it seems like
1: yeah, right that yeah. she came out of nowhere. So I'm I'll, she did. I'm
0: assuming she'll become something because they don't really do that shit without a point. Yeah, exactly. But uh, uh, she this new right hand woman comes up and expresses her concern. She said, "Mr. Alderson is whom they shouldn't trust," but uh. White Rose assures her that as soon as the job is done, that boy gone. That boy gone. He did. As the scene closes, she, uh, she thinks to herself and she says out loud, I hope you enjoy your last Christmas, my dear Elliot. And immediately we get that first hint, uh-huh. Elliot going die. Yeah. Then we get the beautiful title sequence. Beautiful. It was it was, a, it, was it was especially it was good. You could tell they were milking the whole this is our last premiere, yeah. let's give everyone their credit. Yeah. Type yeah. thing. And so oh, they yeah. showed they showed uh just <clears throat> beautiful scenery of New York at Christmas time mm-hmm. while playing a rene- a new uh, newer rendition of Little Drummer Boy that was almost haunting. It was like it was. to be honest, ever since Arrow, every version of Little Drummer Boy has been kind of haunting to me because mm-hmm. that's how Felicity got smoked. Ooh.
1: Wait, did you an get, arrow?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh damn! Did you, did you I, I get mean, my I shit?
0: Wait, did Felicity die? No, she ain't died, but she, she got shot.
1: Damn. I, mean,
0: I don't think I've gotten that far. I actually haven't really got past like season four.
1: I'll be honest.
0: Oh damn. But yeah, the joke there was that Felicity got smoked. Her name is Felicity Smoke. Oh, I oh, didn't even damn. pick up on that. Damn. Oh, okay. Damn. Okay. 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 Right. But yeah, so little drummer boy was playing, and that shit's haunting. But as that comes to a close, we open on an office Christmas party at a, uh, at a uh, Lomax and Looney Law. This shit is uh, popping off. Lomax uh, gets a package in a delivery where he finds a hard drive. Mm-hmm. When he plugs it into his office computer, he sees that it is a recorded video chat of himself masturbating as an extremely young girl is telling him that she, quote, loves him, while also que- while also being very questioning and implying heavily that she is not comfortable this show really hates people who who Pe- they hate pedophiles they hate pedophiles
1: which i support which 100%. you know
0: i fuck with heavy like that it's it's a rare and i
1: love how they the you know the first season the uh, yeah. and that's a that that's a that's that's a subtle oh yeah that's, that's a, definitely a, intentional the
0: very first thing he did in season one was take down a pedophile yeah and the very first thing he's doing in season four is taking down a pedophile and like
1: sam Esmail is someone who loves poetic justice and i i love poetic justice too and oh, just like beautiful. the way he writes is is a way that if you if you really watch his shows then you will like like you can connect dots like you you can find easter eggs you know like,
0: absolutely those are and i hadn't even thought about that till just yeah, now yeah
1: exactly like, that's, me either i didn't that's
0: perfect yeah but uh he gets a phone call and uh, we hear that sexy motherfucker mr robot for the first time of the season oh, yeah how you doing freddy not too good i get it jerking <laughs> off to underage girls on video chats is one thing when it's played back though kind of loses its magic kind of loses <laughs> its magic Mr. Robot assures Freddy that he isn't fucking around. (laughs) uh, When we find that uh, it's Freddy's email inbox that uh, Mr. Robot is after. (coughs) Freddy whines about the client information that's in there and uh, we get a long silence. And we hear Mr. Robot say, sorry, I was taking a moment to see if I give a fuck. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) That was hilarious. Legend. And uh, Mr. Robot gives him some instructions. And we learned that uh, this is the first part of something much larger. I was getting the impression that it was just him going after a pedophile. Yep. And then they, he was like, all right, grab your shit. We're going somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we get a camera pan to uh, right across the street where we see Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot himself. No Elliot, just Mr. Robot. Not yet. And we, uh, I didn't realize why there wasn't an Elliot until we find out why there wasn't an yes. Elliot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so we get a camera pan to Mr. Robot and then uh Freddy's walking through the bustling winter streets of New York to Grand Central Station in an, in an anxiety-ridden days. Dude is fucked up. He's like dude. Jesus Christ. And and the dude's already drunk as fuck. Yeah. We we'll find out later he's been doing a lot of coke. Yeah. This dude is he's panicking he's, full on right now. Yeah. Uh, he hops into a taxi where we get a small view of a TV screen. This TV screen provided me with some information that I am appreciative for knowing. Uh, the 5-9 uh, reversal led to massive gains in their economy, adding 400,000 jobs. And all the credit was owed to Tyrell Wellick and E-Corp. Tyrell Wellick. Publicly. Yo. I mean, Tyrell right now, th- his life's shitty.
1: His life is very shitty. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. He just... only had
0: one little scene in this episode.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. And I think it was, yeah, that was a...
0: That was very intentional.
1: Yeah, well, not not just not just intentional, but telling.
0: Yeah, and we'll get to that, but uh, so yeah, uh oh, and the I actually noted this the uh, the end of the news report with Tyrell Wellick's face showing in the corner after they're talking about E Corp. He go uh, <laughs> anchor goes, sometimes the good guys really do come out on top and i th- i just thought that was funny. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Cuz obviously they love they, the, they love playing
1: with the media portrayals like just like like the way that Mr. Robot imposes the media is just kind of like to be there to be like yeah, this is what these dumb fucks are saying right now. Yeah. Here's what's actually happening.
0: Yeah, what's funny is like
1: just <laughs> do oh You know what?
0: What's that? We've
1: spent two weeks talking about one of the most important dualities on this show. The duality between what is real and what is not. What is
0: not. This show just has layers. There's there's always another level to this shit, bro. (laughs) Always. Always. I can't remember how the tangent started just now. I can't either. I just remember having that thought and being like, I need to say it. Alright, well, we'll move on in the episode. (laughs) Freddy arrives at Grand Central Station and is given further instructions by Mr. Robot. And uh, Mr. Robot notices that Lomax has been tailed and says, Don't worry, they just want to see who's meeting with you. Mm-hmm. It's him. <laughs> <laughs> and when a robot tells Freddy to stop bouncing around like a cokehead, Freddy admits that he'd done some cocaine.
1: And yes, he is indeed a cokehead. Super coked up. Coke
0: boy. S- super coked. The coca. Cocaina. <laughs> but, uh,. Mr. Robot's like, yo, did you did, did you do a lot? You yeah. know, like, well, like he's like, I don't know, I don't fucking know, like, man. It's just it's fucking, fucking cocaine. coke. <laughs> shit, go, Snark. Oh well, Robot tells Freddy he should buy a ticket home, get the fuck out of there. Then he gives him sh- instructions to a uh, for like a longer route to his train. Tells him to dump some money in for a musician that's playing for a distraction for the dudes that are telling him. 'Cause they are obviously assuming he's gonna drop anything that's like electronic so we can't track him. Yeah. So they go, they look through that shit. Turns out there ain't shit in there. There ain't shit. When uh, a lomax arrives at the trains, robot tells him a specific cart to get on. And we learn that Elliot has been on the phone from that train the whole time.
1: Because you know what? Mr. Robot is not real.
0: He ain't real. So anytime he's somewhere, it's just Elliot thinking but about that. Place. I love
1: that they're that they're how they're portraying their working together this year. Like I just in the I've first got episode. Notes about that is like, one feel, of the most fulfilling parts of
0: this. I have notes about that, so we'll definitely get to it again. Okay. But uh so yeah. He arrives on the train with Elliot. He pulls a gun on him. He's like, up, bitch. You ain't going nowhere with my files mm. And he's like, Dude, come on <laughs> He's like clearly he's like, clearly you don't know who I am. <laughs> yeah
1: Like you're gonna you
0: gonna shoot me here? Here? Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna do that right now. He's like, dude, sit your bitch ass down, put the gun away And Freddy's like, Oh, I I oughta And he's like, Shut the fuck up, dude, seriously, sit <laughs> down
1: Fuck <laughs> you doing.
0: He's he said, Bro, your wife and your children will receive this video. Your children—that's fucking—that shit will
1: scar them. That shit will that scar shit them. That shit
0: will scar them, one hundred percent. Goes on to reveal that Lomax is actually the firm representing White Rose, at least as they know him, Xi Zhang. Xi This is interesting because I hadn't really thought about this part of it, but there are there have to be other people who are involved who don't really know they're involved.
1: Yeah. Yeah. and
0: that's like fucking batshit yeah right it's just like everyday fucking people this dude's t- just a small a small lawyer right. at some fucking firm that's their greatest tool so uh that's why we learned Dark Army is trailing uh Lomax has been helping them funnel money through shell corpora- corporations whether knowingly or unknowingly I couldn't really tell Freddie, being his fuck-faced self, tells Elliot, yo, these dudes are evil, don't fuck with them. And Elliot's like, dude, for the last time, shut the fuck up. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, uh, he finds Cyprus National Bank, which has to be the heart of their operation, Yeah, theoretically. And uh, that's this is exactly the kind of break Elliot's been looking for. Exactly. Exactly what he needed. But uh, he finds uh, John Garson, on this list and they uh, tells uh, Lomax yo I need his contact info he's like it's back in my office we can go grab it yeah they're like alright and then it's like psych bitch guess who's back <laughs> but this leads to something awfully tragic awfully tragic it's kind of funny in the context of the episode but awfully tragic <laughs> Uh, they they go on a little chase here. They go on a um, little chase, and uh, Elliot reveals a little too much of his plan. Yeah. And uh, Lomax realized, oh shit, I'm not really a part of this plan after a little bit. <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck what happens to <laughs> me. And, well, Lomax is, is like, all right, well, this shit ain't worth it. Yeah. Just don't send that video to my kids. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. He shot himself. He's a pedophile, and he's dead now. You know. So t- Should
1: happen more. <laughs> Theoretically.
0: <laughs> but, uh so yeah. And Elliot's like, shit, everything's ruined. I need to get John Garson's information. And he's like, eh, it's not that big of a deal. I'll get yeah. the information. <laughs> they don't even really spend any more time on that, really. Yeah, they no, just get that, it. That <laughs> just
1: kind of something that happened.
0: But next, we get our first view of Tyrell. Yeah. And Tyrell is like, Jesus Christ, don't I have a fucking free minute to be alone? (laughs) I know. My life sucks. (laughs) Yeah,
1: like, he's just, like, a fucking figurehead for some bullshit that...
0: Like, he is hailed as a hero Uh for some shit that, if anything, he caused. If anything,
1: he caused. (laughs)
0: Like, he and his, his wife is dead. His kid is somewhere probably being beaten.
1: Yeah. In a foster home. Yeah, no, his life went to straight shit.
0: And now he's he's a CTO, so that's cool. It's what he always wanted, but it's just a face. It's, like yeah. he, he's not doing shit.
1: Exactly. He's, he's. This man is
0: clearly unfulfilled.
1: Meeting to meeting, living
0: life, being sad. <laughs> that's the move. <laughs> that's the move. But yeah, Tyrell Wellick is having quite, quite the rough go at it um and then after that we get our first scene of dom who
1: dom was very interesting
0: yo the way last season ended for her was fucking crazy (laughs)
1: yeah
0: i was not really interested in her storyline the entire time until like the last few episodes because then it made sense why she was involved yeah but up to that point it was just kind of like, okay, I get it. She's a sad loner.
1: And, like, yeah. She, she, she I don't know. Like, I feel like I shouldn't be critical of her being such a, a Girl Scout. But, like, I mean, God damn.
0: I mean, what'd you expect? She's the feds. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is true.
0: Yeah, and I mean, like, I she was telling that dude, she was telling Irving, like, yo, kill me.
1: Because I ain't gonna do this shit for
0: and he was like, he was like, no, I won't kill you. I'll kill uh, your little cousin, smack. <sighs> that's shit. I'll was... kill your mother. Oh my god. Chop. I'll kill your father. That Gah. shit was Just like, fucking ridiculous. Yo, Irving really got after some
1: shit. <laughs> I swear. He was getting out with a lot of repressed anger right there. That's for sure.
0: Irving is such a fascinating I l- character. I, I want him. him to be in this se- season so much him. more. Yeah. I mean, we didn't see, we didn't get we to didn't see him. him, but yeah. So we get our first scene of Dom. She's clearly having a rough time. Clearly. Looks like she is absolutely, positively never been more depressed. Bad shit. And she is paranoid out of her goddamn mind. And that's another theme that we see throughout this episode. Yeah. Is this uh, this just manic? Just holy shit! What the fuck? Yeah. Always on edge. Mm-hmm. A. Uh, a a van pulls up in her driveway and she she fucking panics she writes down the license plate number like this shit's about to go down yeah she uh, calls out for her mom no answer oh god what's happening who's here who's trying to kill me and Frax my mother she gets this get, yo yo get the, strap. get the strap get the fucking strap she got the strap Small right she no got the strap game. she goes out she goes <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. She's looking around With this gun in her hand She finds me she, she points the gun at him She doesn't she's pull the like, trigger She's just like Yo what's up Who shit. are you What the fuck Are you doing here And dude's like Yo I was just coming To fix the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> like, She's oh like Oh my god She's like I'm not so oh sure my yet god. Oh my god <laughs> she, I'm gonna hold this gun up at you Until I'm sure And then his mom And her mom walks in She's like Yo mom what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> I told you I will vet anyone you meet. Every person that steps foot in this house Every person that. Gotta en- go through a, enters three, your life. A, a
1: three stage security background check before they can step two feet in here. Before three feet, they need to take a blood test. Before, 40, before four feet, I'm <laughs> taking a hair test. <laughs> Yo,
0: and <laughs> she clearly has a lot of disdain for her mom while also having like a certain love for her that's just like, Jesus Christ, mom, shut up, I love you. but
1: Yeah, yeah, it happens.
0: Yeah, and uh, there's another very, very, very uncomfortable scene later with her and her mom, which we will get to. But yeah, Dom's clearly going through a rough time. We then get a cut to all safe, which I'm pretty sure did we see all safe at all in season three, or did we not see it any after mm. Goddard died? Yeah, I mean, after Goddard Die died, I can't really... Think of a reason early. we would have even gone there. And I feel like that was pretty early on when Goddard died. Yeah, it was, uh, it was the beginning of season two. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, we hadn't seen All Safe in a while. Yeah. And uh, we find out this is where Elliot and Mr. Robot, or, you know, the one of them, mm-hmm. is uh, operating out of. Uh, Robot notes that John Garson posts every shitty he takes. <laughs> And says that I know we have our issues, but it's these people that are real are the real psychos. I mean, how proud of your life can you be? <laughs> and just speaking for everyone there, really, you yeah, know? just crowd pleasing like a motherfucker.
1: These people are the real psychos.
0: How proud of your life can you be? <laughs> that shit had me dying. So, we see Elliot's got this whole strung out. Conspiracy theory yarn thing all yeah. hung up on his wall, and it's not a conspiracy theory. We know these are the, we know these things yeah, are true. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, he looks wacko. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, they they bounce some ideas off of each other after uh, as to how to get at John Garson and Elliot. He's feeling a little bit more rushed to finish this piece of the puzzle. Yeah, you know, he's like he's like yo, we can't take our sweet ass time like we did with this last guy. Because by next week they will have been mobilized they will be in the place they want to go exactly so uh alexa play running out of time by tyler the creator (laughs) mr robot notes that if uh lomax lomax hadn't shot himself then uh they wouldn't be in this mess and elliot says he had it coming they all do i was like oh damn elliot's kind of snapped And he's already snapped a lot, so so like this is another little level of snapping. He uh, starts talking about how Cypress Bank is the heart of the operation, and if he can rob that, it uh really fucks with White Rose. Really fucks with. Mr. Robot tells Elliot that he's been making all of this, all of this about what about what happened to Angela.
1: Oh yeah, which He he probably has.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's only natural. You want to get retribution. He's ob- He just like became the de facto Angela. He took yeah. up her cause, and he's taking them down.
1: But he's smart about it. But he's he, smarter, he's, Well, I guess we'll, we'll come to see what that means. Yeah,
0: he's uh, more maniacal methodical. about... Methodical. that's the word for it. And uh, so, yeah, he's talking about how if he can take down this bank, they can take down uh, White Rose. He, uh, he's like, yo... You've made this all about Angela. What about the mission? What we were supposed to save all these people. And Elliot says that he has to stop them or else all these idiots out there who forgot what happened already submit again and get hurt because of White Rose and her friends. They they already forgot the shit's happened. Yeah. They're like, You're like, you know what, shit's fine now. Yeah. Let's move on. He says, I can't blame those that have already forgotten. They're exhausted. I'm exhausted. And frankly, how could you fucking not be? How could you I'm exhausted, be? and I'm just the imaginary friend that, nobody, the, yeah, that they exactly. talk to every once in a while.
1: Every once in a while.
0: And I like the little thing that we get later yeah. in this episode. And we'll talk about yeah. that more when we get there, too. <laughs> but they, uh, they get a text from Darlene. Darlene about to make her first appearance, and it's about Angela. They meet up, and Elliot greets her. He's like, yo, hey, what's, what's, what's up? You know, all brotherly, sisterly, like. And then she's like, Yo, I saw Angela. And he and I loved this part. Elliot rolled out of the camera, like rolling his eyes like fuck. And Mr. Robot yeah. rolled in and was like, Okay, come <laughs> here. Like, <laughs> like I'll handle this. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's like, You know what? I don't I don't think you saw I don't think you saw her, Darlene. You know. You didn't see Angela. She got shot in the back of the head.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She she gone. She didn't go. But didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: but uh, Darlene continues to push Elliot's button. She's like, nah, bitch, I saw her. I know I did. She was there. I synced it. <laughs> I synced it. And uh, and uh, he's like, yo, you did a little too much coke. you high And saw hell. something that wasn't there. You need to calm down. Angela's dead, you understand, he says. She's fucking dead. She dead. And that's not our... We tried to help her, remember? She did this to herself. And I'm glad Elliot has a grasp on this, even though he obviously doesn't fully believe it. Yeah. He has a grasp on this as to what he should at least be thinking. Yeah. And uh, Darlene responds, sharp as ever, I'm not the one who feels guilty. And she's not. Uh, uh, obviously, obviously, Elliot has made this his mission because he feels bad. Because if he'd been there to help Angela a little more, mm-hmm. then maybe this wouldn't be happening. Maybe she wouldn't be dead. Maybe that not. That sort of shits. Uh, when Darlene leaves, we get a uh, shot of Mr. Robot and Elliot alone in his apartment, and he goes, "Why didn't you just show her the photo we have of Angela with her brains everywhere?" And he's like, "He's like, really." he's like tell tell me what good that (laughs) (laughs) does might have
1: come on a bit strong then
0: yeah he's like I'm sorry but that shit ain't gonna fly not today
1: not today
0: he's like that shit would ruin her (laughs) yeah Uh, (laughs) shit I lost my place in my notes found it for the first time we get addressed They're walking. They're making their way to uh, Garson's building, Mm -hmm. and uh, Mister Robot talks to us for the first time ever. Yeah, he's like, "Yo, I'm only doing this because I feel like I need to." (laughs) (laughs) He's like, "Yo, Darlene was right. Elliot's shutting down like a motherfucker." (laughs) (laughs) He's like, "This dude, he barely talks to me anymore." Yeah, and you, I know you noticed he isn't talking to you. Yeah, and all the more that's just him. He, he is shutting down, and he's taking what happened to angela really to heart exactly he's compartmentalizing the pain
1: and i love that they showed that as soon as they're showing him like put in like folders and shit in his backpack.
0: that was perfect and they and they were he was living in this distraction yeah taking that white rose yeah we then got a great rant about society again which Um, is what this show does ever so well he says uh the time it's targeting the holidays Again, something that so many have thought, but has never been properly portrayed in cinema or television. You know, he's like, this shit, what's it, what it, what it do? What it do though? He's like, he's like, it just create division. Yeah. Greed. Yeah. Corporations. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> just all this shit. All this shit. He says, uh, one big song and dance production, production to sell ourselves a theater that everything's jolly, at least for a moment but then when it's all over santa goes back to his shitty day job the trees get disassembled and thrown into a closet the music's faded away what then and you think about it and you're like isn't that what every holiday is that's
1: what you would think
0: like basically it's it's just a time and that's like and i don't think that's a bad thing mm-hmm. necessarily that's just a thing yeah it's whether whether you like it or not people who celebrate thanksgiving are celebrating something pretty horrible but they've made it about something else completely by now exactly people who, there are people who celebrate christmas who couldn't give a shit less mm-hmm. about jesus christ's birthday right right but and but like these are times where they can get together yeah they can do their yeah, thing they can do it they can have you know family uh-huh. time so i don't think it's a bad thing that this is a that society uses these holidays as a distraction. Sometimes you need a fucking distraction. Sometimes
1: you need a distraction, but it's only because we've made a world that like we can't even uh, like exist in ourselves without driving ourselves crazy.
0: And that that is true. That's absolutely true. Uh, ultimately, it's our fault that these things are celebrated the way they are, the way that corporations feed on the money that is given at Valentine's Day. Oh The yeah. fuck is Valentine's Day for? Fuck that holiday! <laughs> it's pointless. Yeah, it's just you know, take my money.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, yeah. I'll, I'll take your money. But yeah, holidays. What? What the fuck? <laughs> uh, he tells Elliot. They. Uh, he tells us that Elliot needs us more than ever. Uh, at some point, Robot goes uh, as they're entering this giant building where garson lives robot goes god is it me or is this the uh, quietest building in new york city and i was in that moment i felt like this dynamic is just so much more different than it has been yeah like lately and there was purpose to that as mr robot just mentioned uh-huh. they they have literally been talking less so mr robot fills holes with conversation and if you pick up on that throughout this episode, you'll find that Mr. Robot starts a lot more conversations than Elliot oh, does. Oh, yeah.
1: No, he does. And he's kind Which of done weird. that throughout the show. Yeah.
0: Mr. Robot's always been the one who's kind of c- confronted Elliot rather than Elliot confronting Mr. Robot. Yeah. Um, uh, when they uh, begin to search through Garson's apartment, they realize everything's unused and they were locked in. Elliot finds a book called No Exit and realizes that there is no John Garson. It was a distress signal that the dark army placed for Freddie Lomax, and the apartment was a honeypot.
1: Got caught up.
0: And this is the part where you realize Elliot might be acting with too much emotion Mm -hmm. instead of logic. Yeah. Usually that's something Elliot considers. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't this time, and it fucks him up for for a little bit. And it ultimately fucks him up big time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Soon, after, Elliot <laughs> is dragged away by two men in suits, and we and we get to see the encounter through the security camera frame, uh-huh. which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he got got. They took they took him they took him from the place. Got got. He got got.
1: As they were playing, uh, uh don't worry. Yeah,
0: don't worry. Boom, boom,
1: boom, boom. Be
0: happy. Don't worry, be happy now <laughs> But uh Yeah, so then we get to this Extremely awkward Extremely awkward uh-huh. Dinner scene with Dom Her mom and some woman Yeah <laughs> Who Dom's mom has assumed Is lesbian yeah. For whatever reason Yeah Um. When Dom's mom meets this woman She goes, you know what If you're a lesbian, you'd be a good fit for my daughter for some reason. Uh So she starts to play matchmaker. And that goes about as well as you'd expect. Um, The woman who Dom has been uh, set up with, quote unquote, Jonas, is a taxidermist who keeps stuffed animals in their car. And not the cute kind. Not the cute kind. Super dead animals. (laughs) Very dead animals. It was a painful, painful scene to watch. like i was i was like cringing like jesus christ shut the fuck up mom (laughs) it was a
1: little weird yeah
0: and then uh neither knew what they were walking into jonas and dom they were just kind of like uh and then jonas starts dropping all these things she knows about dom she's like oh yeah your mom told me about this your mom told me about how sad you've been and about the drinking and then dom turns away to walk away and she says, "You'll need your energy in the morning for Santiago case tomorrow." And Dom's like, "Wait,
1: wait
0: <laughs> I ain't said shit about that to my mom." What the fuck? Jonas is dark army. What? It's they like, have a hold on everybody. It's like
1: that. It's like that.
0: Bitch said, "If you don't go to work, I'ma cut your mom." <laughs> she said. She said. Probably gonna have to slit her from mouth to cunt. What the Today's fuck? Day
1: boozy as hell.
0: Like, yo, like, I get it. You want to kill her mom? Exactly. Why did Sam Ismail <laughs> <laughs> feel the need to go? I will slit her from mouth. Yeah, to cunt. yeah, you know. And she, he used. Aggressive.
1: Cunt. That was aggressive. That's aggressive. Like, show, show that word is
0: like a fucking bulldozer, just cutting down.
1: Yeah. Trees. This show, this show doesn't
0: care. When Dom threatens to strangle her, she learns that she's being watched by so much more than what she knew, and she was right to be paranoid. I mean, fuck, dude. Can you imagine? That shit looks like it's the worst thing that's ever happened to anyone.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, she's, she's in a very deep and bad place. And it, it, I'm going to be interested to see what they do with her character story from here. Because I don't see her just being, like...
0: Uh, she's going to be a big character this season. Yeah. Some, there's going to be some kind of big twist that ultimately makes her, like, team up with Elliot. And they mm-hmm. take down the Dark Army together outside of the law. Like, <laughs> that's going to be her big development. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, next we get Darlene. And she's doing a line of coke as these two bros are discussing the flatness of the earth. <laughs> she's, earth? Like, she's like he's like, dude, why why haven't we heard anything about people like walking off the edge of it, man? And the other guy's like, That's what Antarctica is, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, Yeah, man, that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> so there's this party going on in Angela's apartment. Did, did you notice that it was in Angela's apartment? Uh no, I, I didn't actually. Huh. That's pretty fucking weird, right? Like that is Angela is like is Darlene squatting there? Maybe. Cuz I don't remember like the end of season 3 them being like living together yeah. or anything.
1: She could just need a place to stay.
0: That's true. But uh so there was the party in Angela's apartment. And ultimately, this leads to people being in Angela's room. Darlene on a cocktail of drugs and alcohol, I'm assuming, flips the fuck out on everybody. Oh, yeah. He's like, yo, get the fuck out of here. Get out of this room. Get out of this room. She leaves the room. She's like, you know what? Fuck it. Everybody get out of the fucking apartment.
1: <laughs> get the fuck out.
0: Get the fuck out. So, uh, we, uh, that happens, and then Darlene breaks down. Yeah. And this part, this, this, this part really fucked with me. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie. Like, I teared up watching this, where she grabbed her ballet shoes that they talked about. hmm and she curled up in the bed and just hugged them. I was like, <laughs> "Everyone is so sad on this show." Yeah, and like, that's like what it's come to. And you, yeah. usually, what's interesting about this show is that it's not—it's truly sad. Yeah. There aren't good parts it's to very, it. Every win is deeply. extremely small.
1: Exactly, and it and it always comes with with some other
0: big problem. Yeah. And uh, and that's something the show has always done. Like, obviously, they took down E-Corp at the end of season one, mm-hmm. which was supposed to be a good, good thing. That was the goal the no, entire yeah. first season. And then the second season, they were like, yo, the entire first season was fucking pointless. Yeah, exactly, <laughs>
1: which you're just like...
0: You're <laughs> like, but they, they did it Christ. in a way that made you go, like, this is believable, this yeah. is amazing. And exactly. I, and they recognized they fucked up, and that's good. Yeah. Like... I'm glad they took it that route. Because Uh honestly, there's not much show after that if it doesn't go that route. Oh, no. No, not at all. But yeah, so Darling curled up and she cried in her... into the ballet shoes while she was laying down. We then... cut back to the two men with Elliot. They uh, set him in the chair. They force him down. He's uh, he's struggling. He's struggling. They're going to tie him up. They're going to tie him up. You see a man walk over some uh, some drugs
1: uh-huh. they're
0: like okay they're like okay drugs yeah. they're gonna they're gonna fr- they're gonna make it look like he overdosed when they're gonna kill him uh-huh. sure they are <laughs> how's how's Elliot gonna get out of this
1: one uh-huh.
0: as he uh, faces death Elliot he knows what he's done he knows that he's hurt too many people he knows that he has to make amends uh-huh. and I think that's that's gonna be a very important part of what's to come for the rest of the season oh, because yeah. it was this very moment where he goes holy shit i i fucked up yeah i feel bad about everything that i've done yeah he struggles and he struggles and he struggles and this fuck fucking guy who's about to inject him doesn't say shit doesn't say shit (laughs) and he's like yo i know some shit about the bank (laughs) yeah i'm gonna take down the bank he's just like and they're like he's like yo you keep talking all right and that Elliot, cool? you do Elliot that. fucking snaps. He's like, "Do you hear me?
1: You want a You want a laptop? I'll give you. I'll give you one. Do you do hear me?
0: <laughs> say something." The man kneels beside him, looks deep into his eyes, and he says, "Goodbye, friend." He injects Elliot. Do you remember what that's from? What? Goodbye, friend. Yeah. Oh, I remember. Uh,
1: or was it hello, friend?
0: It, it was the very first thing he said at the beginning of the first yeah. episode. He said, "Hello, friend." Yeah. So yeah, he said goodbye friend. Yeah. And you're like, "Damn."
1: Which I'm thinking at this moment like, "Okay, they just pulled out Sam S. Mayo about to kill Elliot." And he said,
0: "Goodbye, friend." And this is episode 1. Episode 1. He says he says, "Goodbye, friend." He injects Elliot with what would ultimately lead to an overdose. Was was it crystal meth? I uh I think so. I thought so too. He, uh, or heroin maybe so Elliot's sitting in the chair he, he struggles, he struggles, he struggles he kind of gives in and he falls on the floor he looks at the phone He died. he kicks it he's trying to knock it over with his feet he can't dial the number he seizes, he's freezing and he sees in the corner of his apartment his mom Mr. Robot and himself the hallucinations he's been having of them not them mm-hmm. the hallucinations he's been having of them and little Elliot looks up and he's like "What? what's happening what's going to happen and his mom says the inevitable what was always going to happen tear rolls down Elliot's cheek as his life flashes before his eyes and the last thing he remembers is kissing Angela and his eyes fall shut We hear nothing but the beeping of the phone, and we fade to black.
1: I I was done. I was done. I was like. I was like, wait a second. I was like, wait
0: a fucking second. No. no. So how do they get out of this? Does uh does does like uh, does Darlene come back? She finds him overdosed. They luckily get to a hospital because that's the only way this. Yeah, I was
1: like, no. This is. I was sitting there like literally watching it with uh, some of my fraternity brothers room. I'm just like. What the
0: fuck? Like what? No, no no. What this is what? Like and how I, could this happen? And I'm trying to like figure out ways that they like they can like leave it. Yeah. Like, I'm like yeah. I'm like what if they do just kill Elliot first but, episode. But the
1: and then they they even did the the phone tone like beep 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 beep, beep, beep,
0: beep. and then it faded to black and I was, I like, was like I was like wait a wait a fucking second. I, and I'm just thinking like okay Okay, what if they do kill Elliot? How do, what do yeah, they do? Yeah, I was here? like,
1: but I was like, yo, like,
0: like, Elliot, like, kinda yo, is this show. Well, no, like, sh- He's definitely the show, but that's, that. that's exactly why it wouldn't surprise me if that's some bullshit they would do in this show. Like, I feel like Sam Ismail would definitely just be like, you know what, fuck it, kill Elliot. Fuck it. First episode. <laughs> and like, somehow, you know that, I even have faith. I have faith that even if Elliot is super-duper dead, like, Uh definitely dead, this last season still manages to fucking blow us away. Oh, yeah, I know. Or this last season. Did I say episode?
1: You said season.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, last season just fucking destroys us in every way. And I'm just trying to figure out, like, what do they do here? Because Mr. Robot is only concocted if Elliot's alive. Yeah elliot is the entire fucking show does this uh, angela got killed earlier in the episode are we going to be left with fucking darlene dom and tyrell like how are they going to fight white rose yeah like they need elliot yeah so like the only way that happens is i'm assuming someone unlikely is going to save him like that's the only way they can make this like like understandable for me, like why they would even do it, because like if Wait, they just
1: did you did you see the second part though? The second part. So the credits roll, right?
0: There's a post-credit scene. Yes, there's a post-credit scene. There's never been post-credit. Scenes. <laughs> no, it was
1: the and the only reason it played for me was just because I was freaking out the whole time, and I'm like, what is happening? No. Oh shit. Okay.
0: What happens? What happens?
1: so Sam Esmail comes back they start rolling the credits and then he just cuts it off comes back stick something like one of the uh those overdose things into his nose and then like he sniffs and then he comes back and then he's alive again
0: and he brings him back
1: alive and he goes welcome back And like like literally seconds after he died he just brings him back and he's just like welcome back
0: do you think that is purposeful just for the context of the show like, do you think, do you think he was like, I, I'm, I'm interested because like, what if in, in episode two, they don't even fucking address it? What if they're just like, he died and the creator of the show was like, fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. Yeah. I'm going to bring him back to life just basically cause yeah. Oh my god, if that can happen, I'm totally fucking down for it. Oh my god, I wish I would have watched. Yeah. <laughs> I even thought like there wouldn't be a post-credit scene. Yeah. Like I remember cuz I think that at the end of every single movie now. I always like do that little fast forward thing where it's I can see the little box. It's the robot though. That's the thing though, there's never been a post-credit scene. Exactly. Why would there be a post-credit exactly. scene? Exactly. You can't blame me for
1: <laughs> No, 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 I definitely can't.
0: I mean, I'm just like fucking shell-shocked over here <laughs> i think elliot's oh, super dead yeah. obviously he's alive i just don't know what in what context yeah like, exactly this mean?
1: yeah i know and it's wild how mr robot breaks every single rule i've never seen a show like it and i don't know if you notice this but like there's a weird yellow tone over like the whole show it seemed yes like did you notice that yeah
0: and you notice it specifically in the subways mm-hmm. uh you uh, a lot when they were actually at where they ran F Society out yeah. of the arcade. Yeah, uh, yeah, there is like a yellow overtone, but it's like it's not like a happy yellow. Yeah, it's like a it's like the glow from a yellow stoplight. It's like a just like ugh. yeah,
1: it's it's hard to describe it because it, it wasn't like it definitely wasn't happy. No, it feels it was it, feels, very, it was more depressing, but it wasn't like like hopeless.
0: That's actually exactly the word I was going to go with. Really hopeless? hopeless? Wow. Like it just kind of feels uh, like there's
1: There was it I guess yeah, I, I could see that for sure. It was I I, I got like me- melodramatic almost.
0: Yeah, okay. I can definitely get that. And maybe hopeless isn't a good word for it because if if it was hopeless, I don't think yellow would have been a good overtone to use yeah. you know because yellow automatically comes with a sense of happiness Yeah. so it's like I don't know it's it's fucking shit there's so much to it and I Every time the Mr. Robot created by Sam Ismail pops up, it's fucking beautiful. Oh, yeah, I know. It that is. logo is perfect for the show. It is. It always is placed in the exact mm-hmm. place it needs to be. Like, there was an episode, I can't remember if it was the finale of season three, mm-hmm. where the episode opened on a disc that was like uh, just laying on the ground. And the episode closed with him picking oh, up shit. the disc yeah. and using it for something uh-huh. that was extremely important. I remember that episode. And I was like, wait, yeah. what
1: the fuck? <laughs> what the they they really go full circle with these things. And yeah, because
0: like, that's that's what the Mr. Robot sign popped yeah. up on was just a disc and you, yeah. you didn't mean anything. Just like, and then later in the episode he picks it up and yeah. he uses it because it's important. Mm-hmm. You're like, wait,
1: That's how wait. Sam Esmail does it.
0: It's just so brilliant. It is. There's no other way to put it. The yeah. man's I'm very. This excited is a for marvel. Oh yeah. In television creation. Oh yeah. Like
1: I. I I'm glad you finally able to, to see that.
0: Oh, I'm I'm disappointed. I didn't hop on sooner.
1: This this shit was just like blowing my mind, and I had no one to talk to it about, and I was just like, what? Am, am, am I, Is it just me, or is this shit just fucking wild? Like yo, what that the sh- fuck
0: the show is, by far, I think the most methodically written series I've ever watched oh yeah and it's written so like, well though that's like even more than Westworld and Westworld is about as methodical as you can get with writing yeah but dude Mr. Robot <sighs> that Mr. shit's Robot. Fucking, I'm so excited can't for the rest for of the season for now sure. can't wait to do this again next I know, week yeah. and then the week after and oh, the yeah. week after weekly baby yep every I don't know when you want to put this out Friday shit I don't give a fuck yeah Dope. So we'll put it out uh, Friday at midnight. You bet. So yeah, this has been the uh, the Penny Bloom podcast, Mister Robot edition. Mister Robot.